Bienvenue à l'hôtel Le Plaza Bruxelles. Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of HR Meetup live from the Plaza Hotel, which accompanies us every month, and of course proudly sponsored by Talent Square. Now we have our co-animator on the other side of the table. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, everybody. It's Amanda. And of course, we have a new guest in front of our mic, and I'll let her introduce herself also. Okay, my name is Paola Condemaita. Hi, Paola. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Would you mind uh, telling us a bit uh, about yourself, like where where you come from? Yeah, let's start from there. Okay. Well, I. I come from Bolivia, I am 22 years old and I came to Brussels to make my master's degree. Okay, so uh, your your master's degree is, uh, if I'm correct, communication, right? Uh, yes. Tell us a bit about it. Yes, well, actually I studied in Bolivia my bachelor's degree. Actually it's not the same as here, but well, my career lasts four years and after uh, I finish I wanted to make a master's degree and I was looking for a master in Europe, United States and other places, but I didn't find anything that I really liked. Oh. So, well, my university gave me the possibility to make this master's degree here in Brussels with a scholarship uh, that covered all And that's why I am here. And well, I think that it has been an, a big opportunity to open my mind and also to have more options for future jobs. In Okay. So what was your bachelor actually? In communication studies, but actually in Bolivia, the name is social communication. Okay. So it's more in the sense of um, like social studies and humanities? Yes, exactly. And well, in my country, we don't have uh, much practice in communication. Mm -hmm. uh, if you made your bachelor, you have like four areas to choose. In my case, uh, audiovisual audio production, also public relations, communication and development and journalism. Okay. Of course, I, I, as everyone who's listening, I presume, what do you think of Belgium? <laughs> Where's the difference uh, with, with Bolivia? Well, many differences. <laughs> well, of course, what of kind course. of question is yes, that? But yeah, but you know, is, is it, are we nicer? Are we more <laughs> handsome? Are we um, more, much open to communicate? Are we... I think, I think you're a bit biased right now. <laughs> Those are very leading questions. Um, perhaps. <laughs> But that's the way of communication, no? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, let's, let's begin with the weather. Uh, <laughs> the oh. weather is, is really similar because in my city, La Paz, that is the, one of the most important cities of Bolivia, well, the weather is too cold. But I think that it's not <laughs> as here because here I really feel the real winter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Humidity in the air. Yes, normally in my city doesn't snow, but it's cold. Yes, and well, about people. People here in Belgium are really, as I said before, open mind. And it's something that I really, really like. In my country, maybe for the culture, of course, We have like a mind that 
see only I don't know only close things close things but not not only that you only tradition minded or yes perhaps? but I think that this traditional mind is like they it doesn't permit to advance so it's something that I hate so wow. th there was a whole new world yes and that's why not the song from Aladdin but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so to, to get back to the to the master's degree um I think the full title was uh, Communication Studies, New Media and Society in Europe. Uh, so that's that's very much like axed on 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 um, on Europe and the European Union and the European market and everything. Like, I guess that's also a different approach to communication than what you have been used to. I don't know if uh, your studies were also locally based. Well. Actually, in my uni my university in Bolivia is one of the best in communication, and that's why we have an, a, a more theoretical approach, and it's something that has helped me a lot because when I arrived and the f the first day in the master was really like okay I know what they are saying and I felt more secure about my knowledge, but about the European Union well in high school maybe the general ideas of the European Union but here I am in the place where all the European institutions and the most important are located so I had to learn and it's something that I I am starting to be more interested with the time okay so what would um what are you hoping to achieve Uh, with this master, are you planning on maybe staying in Brussels or moving somewhere else? Well, actually, I have a scholarship, so I have a contract that I have to come back to Bolivia in July as soon as I finish my my master. But I am planning to make a PhD, okay. and Brussels is my best option. But I wanted also to go to Mexico because it's a country that I really like. But I am thinking and I am considering the options. But Brussels is, I don't know, is becoming uh, a city that I, I started to love. I think it's, it's, it's been the same for, for me also, but for so many people that I've met, is the fact that Brussels is a city that is quite easy to feel at home in, I think. I don't know if you agree, David, but... <laughs> um, I don't live in Brussels, so... <laughs> don't. That's why. But yeah, like, so... A lot, of, a lot of other students that I have talked to that came to Brussels for their studies, most, like, lots of them, if not most, actually plan to stay here. But so, if you, if you end up doing your PhD here, what, uh, what topics, roughly, would you consider... Way I really like the social innovation projects, and well, I recently finished my internship in an institution that is part from the BUB, the university where I am studying. And oh, I yeah, started... for for the listeners, the VUB is a Vrije Universiteit Brussels. <laughs> it's uh, in case you don't know it yet, <laughs> it's uh, it's one of the two big universities of Brussels. Carry on. <laughs> yes, and well, in my internship, I started to realize many things that maybe in the past I haven't seen in my country, but now I consider that 
I can do this kind of projects, social innovation projects also in Bolivia, and I want to specialize myself in this file. Mm. Of course, because my, my questions earlier on was more like, I, I say it in quite a funny way, but it's of course more specified to the difference in mentality, difference in people, difference in weather, difference in the way we live, difference in perhaps pressure, in stress, in the way we educate. Uh, I think there are a whole lot of differences. Now, for you personally, because you grew up in Bolivia, you have a different lifestyle, which you had to leave all behind, perhaps family, boyfriend, you know, a lot of people that are left behind and then you come to Belgium from all countries all over the world, you chose Belgium. So your first thoughts when you arrived here by airplane is like, what am I going to do here? Or is it, is it really something like, okay, I'm here for this period. I'm missing a whole lot of people. I'm changing the way I live. I'm working on my future. How do you cope with that as a person? Because I can presume that you're missing some people at home. Yes, of course. Well, when I arrived, being honest, I was really scared because, well, living alone for the first time, of course, it, it was going to be really hard. And, it, well, in my case, in my family, I am the youngest and I have three older brothers, so I am the only girl. And for my parents, it has been really, really difficult. And for me, of course. And, well, I think that if you want to achieve something in life, you also have to lose some things. And in my case, well, it has been to separate from my family. And But I think that it was something that I really wanted to do because... In a certain time, I was bored of my country. And I feel, okay, I need to learn more. And that's why. And now you have, by coming here, you have a new look, a new look on <laughs> Bolivia. And you, you, know, you know already how you're going to change your life in Bolivia and perhaps the life of your family. Yes, of course. And, well, something that I want to do, and of course it's part of my contract, is to go to Bolivia in order to share all the knowledge that I have obtained it here. So I want to improve if I will, as, as it can be in my possibilities, I want to improve my society. And of course, I want to share all the things that I am learning here with my colleagues. And it's my dream. Yeah, we're talking about the education, uh, the master's degree and, and things like that, and which has a specified... Uh, learning schedule, different topics you need to know, different techniques and things like that, which only the people within communications can talk about. The secrets uh, within the, the secret <laughs> service. <laughs> well, but, no, um, I mean, it's mostly a lot related to social studies. So. Yeah, but um, if you would have to name something besides your master's degree that you've learned, that you're taking back to Bolivia, what would it be? By being here in Belgium... Is it that we have good French fries? or <laughs> <laughs> Now, you know what I mean. It's just, um, apart from the books and, and the, the, the master's degree, what have you learned by being here in Belgium? I think that all is in one word, that it's independence. Because independence of, well, first the thoughts of a closed mind 
my country and also independence in a way that I learned to not depend only well or, or from my parents or from my, I don't know, from my friends. I think that now I know that, okay, I am alone and I have to survive here. And alone. you can cope. Yes. I think that's that's one of the, the biggest, um, let's say, teachings of life is uh, the moment that you... Stand no. on your own feet. Yeah, the moment that you know that you can actually cope with those things. And I think in your case, like it's even more radical because it's not just um, going to live by yourself. It's going to live by yourself on another continent. Like it's it's much more radical than just moving out of your parents' place yeah. and having a it, flat. It's not by like yourself. next week you can say uh, I'm going back to yeah. to mom. Yeah, uh, I need my clothes nice washed. Yeah. And <laughs> for example, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to go to to Bolivia for that. So it's it's yeah. it's much more radical and um, and actually quite impressive, I have to say. <laughs> yes, well, but I don't like at the beginning. Maybe I didn't realize all the things because I didn't cry. At well, the first three months, I was like, okay, I am alone, but I am okay. But maybe in December, uh, for Christmas, uh, yes, in that yeah. moment, I started to cry, uh, missing my my parents, my friends, my boyfriend. So I was alone, and in that moment, I realized that okay, you are alone. And now, now I feel like okay. I am living in Belgium, but maybe three months before, I didn't realize. Yeah, you're that. kind of caught up in the whole storm of things happening. I mean, you're moving to a new country, you're starting a new study, you're meeting new people. Then comes Christmas, no more classes, and everyone's going back to their family. And there you have a moment that you reflect and then, I'm alone. Yes, and well, after Christmas... I also had my final, well, my final exams of the semester. And in that time, I also miss my, my family because normally my mother was supporting me. Like, okay. Bringing uh, you cookies. Yes, exactly. You milk, yeah. While you were <laughs> studying. And now it was, you are alone. Yeah. Okay. And um, well, but actually one of my brothers told me, but you in the future will not need us anymore and it's true i think that in, in well, it, it's quite harsh i, I yes. can presume you know leaving the nest um thinking i'm i'm needed um i need you and you guys <laughs> need me and now you're in belgium all alone and they, they're like oh yeah you don't need us anymore you're all by yourself you're cooking perhaps i don't know <laughs> yeah you're you're cooking you're you're living on your own you're doing your laundry you're doing the dishes perhaps um you're meeting new people uh you're yeah you're just living on your own i i can presume you have contact with uh, the family mm -hmm. um, but it's in a different way it's not even in person so it's yeah it's being independent, like you said. But so, I mean, we've talked a lot about your family and how hard it was to leave a lot of things behind and independence and all of these things. But the main reason why you're here is your master. And um, one question I would like to ask you is, um, what do you think in your future life that master is going to um, give you, uh, professionally speaking? Well... Actually, I am in a difficult time because 
I don't know if I want to stay all my life in my country. Of course, I will make a PhD as one of my plans, but I am not sure if I'm going to come back to Bolivia to help people and stay for the rest of my life. Mm. Uh, Belgium has given me broader vision and I want to feel like, uh, well, I want to feel that the world is small and I want to travel. I want to see more cultures, more realities, more contexts. And after that, maybe, well, in my, from my position, I want to help those people. Well, that's a very honorable goal. <laughs> so a PhD, traveling around the world <laughs> and helping people, that's a lot of dreams and I sincerely wish you can achieve all of them. <laughs> But so I think that that would be the word of the end. I just have one last question for you, which is um, if you had to give one piece of advice to someone who might in the future be in the same situation as you, leaving a lot of things to go study abroad, what would that piece of advice be? Feel you have, well, first you have to, to be really sure about what you want to achieve. And I think that you have to take the risk because at the beginning I was not sure because I was afraid. But when I said to myself, okay, you will do it or not? And I said, okay, I will take the risk. I know that it's going to be hard, but I have to do it because if I don't do, it's like I will, I will regret in the future. So mm. you have to take the risks. So just do it. Just do it. Well, you heard it, audience. Set goals and take risks. Thank you. Thank you very much, Paola, for coming uh, to our microphone today. Thank and you. Um, thank you a lot, people who are listening right now. And uh, see you all later. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>